Hello and welcome to this episode of Killing It, our MTV podcast about the challenge and adjacent MTV shows. I'm Daniela. And I'm Keith. And we're here to talk to you about Rivals 3, this new episode, some real world, tying up some loose ends in our new segment. 90 Seconds of Scream. 90 Seconds of Scream. Um, Just Dan- 90 seconds, though. Daniela will lead us through that one, because I still haven't watched the premiere episode. Not doing my work. Yeah, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about all of this week's relevant shows. So if you haven't watched the premiere of Scream, Scream Season 2... Um, uh, skip that part, I guess. Yeah, over at the very end, though. Yeah, so just yeah. stop listening when we mention 90 seconds of Scream. Well, let's dive into Rivals 3. Yeah, there's lots of lots of crazy stuff happened on both the challenge and the finale of Real World, so we just gotta get right into it. Yeah, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. There's a lot of violence. Uh, yeah, a lot of violence, and you... I feel like anyone who's listened to this show before knows how I, I, I land on the side of MTV violence. Yeah. But it's complicated. But we'll let's start with Rivals Three, um, another weird episode. No, um, nothing close to any kind of format anymore on the on the challenge this season. Yeah, we're just going like all out with this like rejection of any sort of format. Yeah, apparently, I guess in those first like two weeks, just like so much stuff has happened that they can't like I don't know, I don't know what's going on. Um, but we we break into the episode. With um, actually, it kind of starts with Nate and Nicole. Well, let's be numerical at the beginning. Let's so be numerical. It was episode four called "I'm Going Home." <laughs> Guess what happened? <laughs> Someone goes home. And we'll get to that dope after. Um, thank you for calling him a dope because that makes me feel a lot better about things. Yeah, it's kind of I was I kind of was like a little bit excited to see Brandon from Are You the One on this challenge because. I don't know. I, I think I just thought he was cute. Even though he's not very likable in his season of Are You the One either. So, no, actually, in, retros- <laughs> in retrospect, I don't know why I even cared that he was going to be on the show. Eh, all right. Well, take us through it. Nate and Nicole. Yeah, Nate and Nicole. Um, I guess Nate thinks Nicole's pretty. She is pretty. Which is true. And Nicole's like, I'm down. So they kind of get hooked up from like all these vets like Wes and yeah, Sarah. Yeah, Wes and Sarah were like matchmaking. Yeah. It was really funny. Yeah, it was good. I love Wes. I, lo- I like Wes when he's playing this, like, grandfatherly figure. Yeah. yeah. You know, Wes went straight from, like, frat guy to grandfather. He didn't, he doesn't, he never had a daddy phase. Yeah, there was, like, no middle for him. <laughs> no it was middle. just, like, either he's, like, frat guy on top or he's, like, grandpa. Yeah. So Grandpa Wes hooked them up, kind of. Um, I'll update on that. Today, Nicole tweeted, um, uh, we're no longer together. Don't ask us about our relationship. <laughs> so Nicole and Nate. About him and... About Nate and Nicole? Yeah, Nicole was like, we're not together anymore. Oh, I didn't know that they were ever together. I thought they just yeah. hooked up in the challenge No, house. they were like, I think they were boyfriend and girlfriend from off the show. Like, after the show stopped filming for it's a little while. It's been like four months. Well, I mean, I'm not saying it was a really long-lasting relationship, but it was real. Okay. I think, it was, I think everything's real for Nate. He's very emotional. That's true. He did cry immediately. He was the first one to cry. He did, and... Um, and he cried about his friendships. He's a, he's a crier. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm also a crier. He seems like a sweet guy. I think so, too. Um, but yeah, they, they're going to hook up. Um, you know, they, it, and more canoodling takes place during the TJ-sponsored party, which is looks like any other party in the Challenge House but a DJ. Yeah. And, and, um, and that neon, is there a neon sign that says Rivals 3 over the pool, or what does it say? Yeah, it says Rivals 3, but it looks like it was done by a child. Yeah. It was cute, though. <laughs> but thank, thanks for 
T- thanks to TJ for sponsoring this party where so much happens. Yeah, and thanks to production for, you know, finding a DJ, doing some blacklight work. Yeah. It really paid off. It looks like they had a great time, except for when Nicole approaches Nani, and she... So this was a really complicated fight that's kind of about nothing. Um, um, I would say it's definitely about nothing. It's not even going to go absolute, kind of. It's absolutely about nothing, but that's why, you know, that's why we love the show, because there's fights about nothing all the time. Yeah, so I feel like Nicole was given a disservice in her inaugural challenge, which, as you'll remember, was Bloodlines. Mm. And I think that she's actually much more conniving than anyone has ever given her credit for. So do you think, it, okay, so what Nicole did was she told Camilla... What was it? She told Nani. She told Nani that. That a little bird had told her that someone had said, don't trust anyone. Don't trust Nani. She basically, she's saying that someone told her that Camilla told Christina from Ari the One, who I don't even know why people are like, I don't know why people like Christina so much, but she's totally like, everyone loves her in that freaking house. But anyway, someone told her. Except for Brandon. Except for Brandon. He's not allowed to like her. No. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, But someone told Nicole that Camilla told Christina, don't trust anyone except for her and Kellyanne. Um, And Nicole tells Nani this, saying, like, she's telling people not to trust me and you. They're cousins. So they're obviously, like, a pair together. So Nani gets super mad because Camilla and her are, like, best friends they have they fight a lot too but they're still really good friends so nani's very hurt she thought camilla had her back this starts a whole big tiff um and it's all over nothing because camilla said i never said not to trust you guys i was just in the room telling her that she can trust me and kellyanne that doesn't mean i was saying don't trust you guys yeah and then nani's like why did nicole say that camilla is like unforgiving like fuck nicole like she's trying to start drama like so you believe she's trying to start drama or what Mm. i kind of don't i kind of just think she didn't realize that she didn't mean that i also kind of just am really confused of why she's put it in those words i'm confused about why she put it in those words i'm also confused about how much alcohol played into this because nicole plays a very clean drunk as in like, oh yeah she looked totally normal yeah she looks totally and i'm sure she was also drinking yeah um but it's harder for for me to tell through the screen yeah, there's a beautiful still that I think the challenge posted of Camilla like yelling and Kellyanne's behind her like straight, straight, straight face deer in a headlight. They both look so beautiful. It looks like an Almodovar film. Yeah, it's something that I'm going to paint. It yeah, was it's, absolutely beautiful. It's amazing. Colors are great. Um, Kellyanne's dress was great. Kellyanne was wearing a very nice dress. She looked good this episode. I really hope Kellyanne, like, you know, is a little bit more involved the rest of the season. She kind of hasn't been really around and... She's my fan favorite. Well, we know that. But I know that's not in the consensus of our group. The fight didn't matter to me as much as, like, what happened as a result of the fight. Like, obviously, Nani and Camilla fighting about whatever. Uh, Camilla being... any Whatever. Those girls will always, like... They just, like, are kind of ride or dies. And as soon as they feel like they or, like, their partner or their cousin or whatever has been wronged, they'll, like, go to town. I don't think that Camilla is down to be Nicole's friend, though. I don't think so either. She kind of made that pretty clear. But I'm I'm sure, yeah, you're right. Like, Nani and Camilla are ride or die. Yeah. Um, But I think, like, what was also interesting to see 
was just like the reaction of all the people in the house. There was one. Oh, that was so funny. The boys around the corner. Yeah, all there was a one really specific shot of all these boys leaning around the corner in like uh, it was a perfect great. unison. <laughs> it was a very wonderful shot. It was really great. It was like bananas and Tony and Vince and Johnny Riley maybe. And Johnny Riley probably. Um, but also like some of the commentary that came out as a result was like slightly offensive. I think Johnny Bananas was like, there was a lot of words being shouted in languages nobody understands. Mm. I was like, all right. Well, we both know it's I mean, honestly, Spanish, but the, um, it's fine. The scene right before this fight was Johnny Bananas in a sombrero with a Mexican mustache on. So, you know, this is, this is not a PC show. <laughs> I'm not expecting any cultural subtleties from coming oh, yeah. from the MTV um, camp. So yeah, that that led to it didn't really lead to another fight, but another fight blossomed a little bit later between um well, this is kind of like just basically a continuation of a few episodes back Amanda and Tony are arguing about which show <sighs> is better, which is okay, I'm really really thinking we're they're going to do argue the one versus real world, especially because of this drama that just is like it's just what everything's about like Tony's like, our show's better. We go through real things. Like, you don't have money to pay your bar tab. Oh, my God. That was so <laughs> funny. And are you the one? You're just, like, partying all the time and, like, hooking up. Which is true. It is true. And he called are you the one a game show, which it is. Yeah. It is a game show. But, like, they're just completely different shows. I think it's, like... Yeah. The only thing that they really have in common is that they cast mostly young white people and... <laughs> sorry. Young, mostly white people and that they're both on MTV. That's yeah. like pretty much the only commonality besides like that alumni go on to be on these incredibly niche shows. Yeah. And I mean like that doesn't like the whole like thing doesn't make any sense. Their argument with each other doesn't make sense. Like they both just like to yell. Like Tony obviously just is riling this girl up who's like Amanda just is like the easiest person to like piss off oh yeah she the pop-off queen yeah pop-off queen she she will like get on in there she's just like Nani or camilla yeah but so um from this camilla obviously because she like you know tony's my partner she gets involved (laughs) and then it just like becomes like it goes it goes like she's totally down the trash because like I think Camilla calls her a freckle-faced motherfucker, and then she calls Camilla, like, fat, basically, and tells her to roll away. Camilla is not fat. Camilla is not fat. Also, when these arguments happen, it's so funny to, like, hear the insults and also the, like, justifications that people have to serve themselves. I think Camilla at one point says, like, I have a bachelor's degree and I own two businesses. She has two bachelor degrees. Oh, two bachelor's degrees? And she owns a business, <laughs> which she does. She she does own a business. Yeah. Um, and and it's just funny. Yeah, I mean, God, that argument, friggin' real world versus are you the one argument? Like, it's always it's. I mean, that's just that's just what the challenge is. Like all the all the like drunken mess arguments are always about nothing. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's the because they're drunk, it. and that's why TJ throws them a party because the producers are like. And the past couple weeks have been a, couple, They're like, a little bit boring. Uh, Leroy left, so we got to throw a party. Exactly. Because everyone's sad because Leroy's the life of the party. Yeah. Um, it does seem to actually affect Amanda in a way. Yeah. And I'm, I forget who tells her, but they're like, just stop. Yeah. I think Camilla tries at one point <laughs> to just be like, just stop. Another really beautiful, picturesque moment of the challenge of the season was Amanda like, just like tears streaming down her face. 
like she, laying down. Like she was very hurt. She was crying for a portion of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Amanda. Mm. I don't know. I don't actually mean that. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> If you go on the show, like, you're basically, like... She can stop. 20, yeah. She says, I'm 23. I can, like, like this is fine. You guys are, like, 30. But I'm 23, like, whatever. When I was 23, I wasn't popping off at everyone I saw. No. It doesn't give you an excuse. Maybe when you're, like, 17. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, like, definitely, like, in your teens. Okay. But by the time... And she... Another thing that bothers me about Amanda, which I've, I think I've mentioned before, is that she's like, I pay my bills, I'm an adult, blah, blah, blah. But, like, that doesn't, just because you pay your bills, it does not mean that you can act like an insane person. Yeah, she you acts just, crazy. Yeah, you can't just, like, yell at anyone anytime they do something that you don't agree with. Yeah. Like, that's not how society works. It's not how manners work. And it's not how you, as an adult, if you're going to be claiming that you're so mature, that's, like, not how you act. Yeah. It's completely unreasonable to me. She's an unreasonable woman. She is an unreasonable woman. Um, the- she doesn't even deserve the title of woman. She's still a girl. Oh, all yep. right. Yep, I went there. Dee Dee's Dig. Um, Ooh. Dee Dee's Dig of the Night. Well, so that'll be a new segment, too. That's definitely a new segment. <laughs> I like it. Um, and still no challenge. There's still more to talk about before the actual challenge happens on the challenge, which is there's another kind of side drama about the Are You the One kids. Um, I guess Brianna is just really like pissed off because she feels like Nate and Christine are holding like information away from her because for some reason everyone wants to be on Christina's side. St- like I said, well, don't understand. It was it was partially because Brianna was like, these are relationships I have outside of this house that exist in the real world and I feel like they're both fucking me over by keeping something from me. True. I think she has valid reason to be oh, angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was, she basically was insinuating that as soon as they got into the competition, their real connection outside of the house was thrown out. And she's kind of right. Yeah. I feel like since Christina was on, like, last season about the bloodlines, she kind of made friends with, every, like, a lot of people. And so she had just, like, had, like, I don't know. She just seemed like she's being a fake friend. Uh, she's kind of being a fake friend. But I think she's a fake anyway, so I don't care. <laughs> yeah, um, well, yeah, I've already... We've already voiced our... But, <laughs> Christina's yeah. our new Cara Maria oh, God, at this I point. Uh, hopefully we don't have an issue just talking about her every single episode. Well, we probably will until she leaves. Yeah. Um, but so Brandon actually is outside with Brianna, kind of convincing her, like, we can get through this. Like, it's still a competition. Let's try and win. Unbeknownst to everyone else, he, like, is super sad about, like, missing his girlfriend. Like, Dario's having a pep talk with him about, you gotta stay. Like, he's on the phone with his girlfriend crying about it. That was my favorite moment of the episode. Dario, who has never said anything intelligent in his life, being super realistic and real with Brandon, (laughs) just being like, when you're old and wrinkled and still having sex with the same woman in 40 (laughs) years, like, you're gonna be lying in bed thinking, like, why did I give up that trip, that free trip to Mexico? Yeah. And I kind of agreed with Dario. He's right. I mean, what, it's, like, literally, like, he'll be gone for a month. At the most. Yeah. You're going to argue the one team. You're going to get kicked out real soon. You're not going to (laughs) win. I'm just like, (laughs) are you kidding? So this kind of leads us into the next episode, sorry, to the next day where they finally are doing a challenge. Um and TJ is like, I heard some of you want to leave. Oh my God, you know what we didn't even talk about? The what? whole beginning of the episode was about Simone's butthole being broken. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. We're not going to talk about it. They they said butthole a lot. 
Yeah, an anus. And it was just a weird way of Simone to be on every single episode. Like, another yeah. way for her to weasel her way in. I would agree with that. Um, I think the next episode, which is happening tonight, <laughs> um, Simone and Ashley get into a big argument. I don't know if it's about her butthole, too. We'll see. I only can hope not. Um, but yeah, so basically TJ opens the challenge saying, like, I heard some of you don't want to be here. Singles Brandon out. Brandon's like, I think I'm done. And so Brianna has to go with him, too. And to TJ's credit, he's like, you're depriving your partner, Brianna, of this much money. And TJ's like, you know how I feel about quitters. You're not welcome back. Yeah, so I, we're probably not going to see him ever again. No, he lost he lost his privileges. Yeah. Do you think Jay from Bally X's 2 is ever going to be back? No. Yeah. It's a bummer. Too bad for them. Sucks for you. They took a spot of someone else who could have been there. There are too many people who actually want to do these things. I know. Um, but yeah, they're going to get replaced with someone. With yeah. the team. Uh, do you know who it is? No, but I was thinking about who I'd want it to be. Who do you want it to be? Obviously CT, but I don't think, do think? it's going to be I him. was like, there's no way. Like, if CT was going to do it, he would have been on it. Yeah. First th- first thing. Yeah. It's probably going to be an Are You The One team, I'm assuming. Ugh. Then I was kind of like, what if, like, I don't know if filming ended when the real world was done filming. Like, what if it's one of the new kids? I don't think so. Yeah. There's plenty of rivalries in that house. Well, yeah, but, you could have done, like, Dion and Kayla. You could have done mm-hmm. uh, Chris and Jenna. But... That would have been a terrible team. They were in, like, the next week. <laughs> I know, that would have been an awful team. In the next week on, they showed kind of, like, a quick clip. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a guy who's, like, tall and bulky. Oh. Well, we'll see. So definitely not Chris. Um, well, definitely not Dion. We'll find out tonight. Yeah, yep. Dion is anything but tall and bulky. Um, but, yeah, so... so he's <laughs> short and fat. Not fat. He's just, like, he's, like, a little, he's like a little thing. A TLP. Tight little package. Oh my god. <laughs> um, okay, anyway, so the the challenge that they finally get to is called Out on a Limb. We don't see this entire ch- entire challenge, but do you want to explain what, what Out on a Limb is about? Yeah, so basically you have four platforms suspended in the air, and you are swinging. So you jump, grab onto a pole that's parallel to the water that you are above, and you swing from one platform to the next, and the pole, like, is attached to, like... Um, kind of like a door hinge. Yeah, like a center a center pole in the middle, so it rotates. And if you don't get enough momentum when you jump off and grab onto this pole... You'll kind of be stuck in the middle. Be, yeah, so you'll have to swing your way onto the next platform. Swing your way to, to get enough momentum to get yourself above the platform so you can drop. Yeah. Um, um, this was it's really hard looking. It was another one where, like, if your partner's small or if you're small, you're probably not going to, like, complete it. To be fair, though, um, it depends on how, how much your partner can hold hold you. So, obviously, mm. the women have a disadvantage because they're not very tall and they can't jump very far. But Tony and Camilla did quite well because yeah. Tony's so tall and Camilla's so light that they were able to work it out. And yeah. Camilla does... Even though she's small and she needs to do more work and able to reach wherever she needs to yeah. go, she has the upper arm strength and yeah. the core strength. To she's be able very to push strong. Her. Yeah, exactly. She can push herself to get there. Yeah, someone who's short like Simone, though, like Simone, like really struggled because I she's like just not as athletic as Camilla is. Exactly. Um, and Thomas, I don't think is that very strong Mm-mm. either. So they mm, didn't do very well. Kind of has a dad bod. He does. Uh, Dario did not do well at all. Dario did not do well. I guess he doesn't have that much upper body strength. No. Um, yeah, him and Nicole didn't do well. He's just, it's, he's all butt. 
Yeah, and they, they, they talk about that. He's like, my butt's too big. I fell. Yeah. I'm too heavy. Dario's really um, laid back this season. Yeah, maybe someone finally realized that he's just mean and not funny. Oh. Well, well maybe, maybe he'll change. Who knows? <laughs> I doubt it. Um, but we don't even see their actual finish. We don't know who wins yet. We'll see that in the next episode. But we do see Ashley get a really like intense injury. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ashley and Corey did pretty well. Um, but she fell and hit the water and she like, it looks like she hit it so hard that part of her skin ripped. No, did she, there was a little rope around her that like caught on her. <gasps> That's, That's what, what happened. Yeah. It kind of like, it took some of her, like a layer of skin off where it was. Oh, she got like basically got rope burn. That's frightening. But it was like bleeding heavily. It went in a couple yeah. layers. She is so funny. She was like, she's like, she's like, ah, that hurt. Maybe a shot of tequila. <laughs> Yeah, she was trying to ask the doctors for a shot of tequila, and they wouldn't give it to her, and she looked so sad. God, she's uh, she's the best. She's quickly becoming my new fave. I kind of she's pretty I, real. I knew it was gonna happen. I was like, I just am so excited to see her. Um, on the promo group pic, she's wearing a weird like head head necklace. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I loved. Very Coachella of her. Very Coachella of her. So um, we'll see who actually wins this challenge tonight. Yeah. On an episode, I have no idea. We'll see the replacements, I think. Um, the the new, new replacements. Yeah, I know. I hope, I mean, I hope they double up and have the, another challenge on this episode, or else maybe the episode after is going to get back to the normal format. I mean, do we need a normal format, or what? what um, how are you feeling about this weirdness? I, I need a normal format. You just want that. Yeah, I love routine. You want that routine. <laughs> I can, yeah. I've been working on myself, that. and I know that one of the things about me is that I like routine. <laughs> I've been working on myself, too, and what I know is that this season of The Real World Go Big or Go Home was absolutely insane, and I'm happy Ugh, it's over. I'm so happy it's over. It was honestly so difficult for me to get, past, get, to get through those two last episodes. Yeah. All the loose ends that we had have been tied. Yeah. The main loose end has been every storyline Sabrina was involved in. We finally got her and Jenna's song a couple episodes ago. Now we finally get her... Um, you know, we finally meet her biological mom um, in, the, in a, in a kind of awkward dinner, but, I mean, a lunch, but how can it not be awkward? They, yeah. They, they flew her to Boston to meet her biological mom. That went as well as I could expect, to, considering that it was filmed, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy that she kind of got all this, um, all this closure. She's kind of, she's a good, I think Sabrina probably is the most, like, normal, like, good person you can root for to do well in her life. Sabrina is the Jamie Chung of her season. She's the Jamie Chung of her season, which bodes well for her since Jamie Chung is, you know, very successful. Oh, yeah. So, um. I just took a screenshot of her in a Banana Republic ad that came up on Instagram. <laughs> wow. She's doing big things. Uh, yeah. Um, it was, like, style icon Jamie Chung, and I was like, who? <gasps> oh, my God. Um, not a who to us. No, no. <laughs> Um, what do you call that? What was I going to say? Did you listen to Sabrina's single on Spotify? Of course not. <laughs> I have no interest. Yeah, it's I, fine. Like, I support Sabrina and what she wants to do, but I'm not going to, like, actually listen to her single. It's okay. I mean, it's not really my, like, it's not Fifth Harmony, so I don't care. The new Fifth Harmony album? Very good. Yeah. 727. <laughs> mm-hmm. My girls. What does um, 727 stand for? That's when they, like, became a band. Oh. Yeah. Like, July um, 27th. Yeah. Hmm. Um... But yeah, so Sabrina got all of her loose ends tied, so we can move on from that. Congrats, Sabrina. I think you had a real journey. Uh, something I found out about Sabrina via social media this week 
Which I was going to say for a hot topic. Is it that she went on a hike? Because I I saw that. No. (laughs) Um, It was that it was uh, at Dinky Showtime slash Dylan tweeted that on the first night when they were in the desert, Sabrina threw her tampon, her used tampon, into the fire pit. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, that's a cool thing. Why couldn't they show that on TV? I know. Yeah. That, that's great. Um, yeah. Speaking of Dylan, he came out with this really weird claim that he only came and he only came into the house and started like messing around with Jenna to cause drama. Like he's claiming oh, yeah. it was all like um, he was like trying to manipulate her to like prove that he's like a, a manipulator. And no one believed him. No, everyone was like, I don't "No, you're him. just trying to save face because you fucked Jenna yeah. or because you, you made out with Jenna, whatever." Yeah, it was really weird, and yeah. like it kind of was weird because. He got like this weird, like serious, like vibe over his face, and was just kind of like, what? Plus, everything (laughs) about social media has told me that he like slept with her in LA after the show had finished. Apparently, yeah, I think on like the MTV Awards Mm -hmm. or something. Yeah, Chris at Christopher Ammon or whatever his Twitter name, he tweeted that they did, and then also in like the Ask Dylan hashtag Ask Dylan real world uh twitter promotion that they do during some of the episodes somebody asked him like what when was the last time you had sex and how was it and he said with jenna average (laughs) so rude so hell hell of rude god um i mean so i think yeah he just probably sucks oh (laughs) yeah he's definitely like a bad guy oh yeah he's like he's not he obviously doesn't know how to think He's very impulsive, uh, spontaneous with his words, and, like, not very thoughtful about, like, how maybe others will be affected by the things that he says. Um, at the same time, did he provide, like, a freshness that we needed in this house? Yeah. Yes, he did. He was a breath of fresh air. I'm happy he came in. I would love to see him on the challenges. Yeah, I think he, he would be good for the challenges. I think he's good because, I, mean, I, I mean, I can't tell how athletic he can be in them. Um, but definitely will cause drama. Definitely will hook up with anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping to see that. Thinks thinks he's a good strategic thinker. Yeah, he's, he's really not. Definitely not. He's he's no Devin. No, no. <laughs> he's no. I had moon signals that I was going to be thrown into the next jungle. Yeah, he doesn't. I, don't, I guess you know, Dylan. I don't think he has that. That innate you know, sense of connectedness with, with the, the universe. universe yeah 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 um i think he's just a little bit dim uh dim dylan <laughs> but no. the the main drama obviously and the kind of thing i think everyone was waiting for this entire season because they teased it right in the beginning was this actual actual fight between jenna and cj it was it was oh it was a pretty violent moment for real world we will set the scene what what happened was Jenna is really very like on her own. She like goes to a restaurant and has a beer like alone. Like she goes to the hostess and she's like, "Oh, it's just me." Like it's a super like weird like dramatic moment. Like, "Oh, it's just me." And she like sits at a bar and drinks a giant beer. I don't know what she ate. Um, and then everyone's at the house being like, "Oh, fuck Jenna, fuck Jenna." And then Dion, voice of reason, is like, "Can we just not like? Why do we always talk about her? Like I'm sick of talking about her." Which of all people to be, like, rational at this moment, it was Dion, which leads me to believe where, you know, we don't give him enough credit for being, like, maybe, like, a, a smart person. Oh, no, I don't think he's smart. I think he just, like, I think 
I think that that was actually an extension of his selfishness. And he's like, <laughs> she's not here in front of me. I have nothing to say about her. So why would we talk about it? Yeah. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so have you ever tried to text somebody tomato, tomato, and you just write tomato, tomato, and it's like... I've done that, yeah. yeah. I, I do potato, potato, but, um, yeah, like, I think you have to put an H in the second one mm-hmm. to make it potato. Oh, you definitely do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Dion's a... Dion... Dion, Dion, is, Dion. Dion, Dion. Uh, he does kind of look like a potato, potato though. Potato. Yeah, he kind of does. Um... But yeah, so he's like, sick, he's sick of talking about Jenna. We're sick of hearing about Jenna too, Dion. But um, it always gets brought back to her. She's eating alone. They come back. She's kind of like, um, she she's still drinking. I'm pretty sure she's very drunk when all this ha- stuff happens. Because <laughs> she's video chatting with her strange, racist, baby-voiced friend from back home. <laughs> Completely blurred. No one knows what this thing looks like. No, and all Jenna keeps... <laughs> Jenna keeps laughing like, ah, and just driving me insane. And her friend says these super despicable things. She says something about how CJ should be picking cotton. I think she calls her nappy-headed. Like, she says, like... She says ratchet. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then Jenna is just kind of, like, laughing, and she's just, like... And everyone in the house, like, is, like, circling around Jenna on the phone, like, being, like... I think Kayla even approaches the phone, and or who's, who goes to the Kay- phone? And- so, the thing is that Jenna's on video chat. Yeah. Which is a different machine than the telephone. It's kind of in the living room. So, so, Kayla actually gets a phone call from her mom... And she's in the same room as the video chat. Over here, some of the stuff that Jenna's friend is saying, like the picking cotton, the nappy yeah. headed stuff. And Kayla is like, "What the fuck? That's hell of racist." Well, she doesn't say hell of because she's not from California or me. <laughs> but she's like, "That's really racist. Like, how can you say that? Like, uh. you don't even know this person. That's like disgraceful. You should be ashamed." And she and then she like directs it at Jenna, like, "This is your friend." Like, this is a person you associate with. And Jenna's just like, it's not me. I'm not saying these things. No, but she's not, she's not landing on either side. Like, that's wrong. Or like, I agree. Which is like, actually kind of worse. Yeah. And, um, Kayla's just like, I cannot believe this. And then Kayla's mom, or Kayla's like, mom, I have to go. I love you. And Kayla's mom is like, (laughs) I'm proud of you for standing up for, for this or whatever. I'm proud of her too. Yeah. Which was cute. Um, yeah, that was, a, that was interesting because I feel like her mom was probably also yelling at Jenna's racist friend who was on video <laughs> chat too over the phone, just like, what? But it's weird because, like, it's, like, literally, like, sharks circling around Jenna who's, like, this fish who's, like, this idiotic fish. Yeah. Who's just, like, <laughs> um, talking to her racist baby voice friend and CJ is, like, getting super heated and then just so everyone because knows. CJ, CJ can hear all of this. She's, yeah, she's but right she's there. she's not actually being talked to yeah not directly her baby voice friend is kind of just like baiting her for some reason yeah and jenna's like i just want to drink another beer da, 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 da. Uh, laughing and like um which i thought jenna was mormon she's not a very good mormon um but yeah so this is like i think this is pretty much like a few days before they have to go home like yeah like this let me be like the third to last day yeah and cj's over it she's um kind of like confronts her and then punches her in the face at this okay to be fair at this point jenna has already physically confronted cj yeah the last episode um jenna attacks cj kind of out of nowhere cj all cj said to her was swerve bitch yeah and 
so Jenna attacks CJ and CJ just shuts it down. It's just like, don't touch yeah, me. Yeah, she doesn't hit her. She extradites she, herself yeah. from the situation. Which is right. Extricates. Sorry, um, not extradites. But this time I think CJ was kind of like over it, over Jenna, over well, the whole thing. Like, she's seriously sitting there for an, an unknown amount of time, but more than a few minutes. Oh, yeah, it's a while. More than a few statements mm-hmm. of basically listening to somebody say, like, the worst things yeah. that you can say about somebody solely based on their skin color. Yeah. Like, the most inedu- like ignorant, uneducated, awful, like, just so stupid yeah. things. Like, not based in any sort of factor empathy and it was just it was hard for me to know that there are people out there that say stuff like that so i can't even i can't even begin to imagine how cj must have felt she goes outside to try to calm herself down and kayla's like just breathe just calm down and cj basically just comes in and like punches jenna in the face and like i don't condone violence (laughs) by any means but i can understand how cj was brought to do that yeah, you could, it's, it's, it's like insane how much you're kind of like, she kind of deserved it, but like no one deserves to get punched in the face, but like you're just like so not on genocide because she's so like passive about her racism. Yeah. It's like, it's insane. And they're both taken out of the house. Um, yeah, both of them end up having to leave. Yeah, they both get asked to leave. Um, Jenna goes home to get her stuff and everyone's gone and no one would have wanted to say bye to her anyway. Even when they were out, they were talking about how they don't care about Jenna. They're over Jenna. But CJ comes home when they get back and they get, they take like a picture together in the confessional and they're all like happy. They all are like, we're glad you did it. We're glad you did it. And she's kind of like, she's really remorseful because she didn't want to be pushed that far. And she, and she... I, I forget who she brings it up to, but she basically says, like, I haven't slept all night. I feel really awful about what I did. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's not how I should have acted yeah, in that she, situation. She came on the show because she wanted to, like, you know, I don't know, she wanted to, like, confront issues with herself and, like, you know, bring awareness to, like, gun violence and stuff. And I think she's disappointed that she's, like, leaving on a note of violence. Yeah. Um, and Dean kind of talked about it a little bit with a couple of the other cast members. Um about how, like, she felt, like, the first time, she's, like, she doesn't want people to think that she's, um, that she can't, like, that she can't beat Jenna up. So, like, he feels like she was also just kind of, like, wanted to, like, I don't know. You know, he's, like, she didn't want to seem like a bitch. Yeah. Which is, there's just so many, like, layers to, like, how, like, all this craziness that's going on in this season with these two people. Which, like, to be honest, isn't well served by ten episodes that are 40 minutes each. Yeah, not at all. Like, it's a, it's a very intricate relationship and problem, and this is just not the format for it. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, because I feel like these are the real kinds of issues that Real World originally tackled in its early incarnations. Yeah. And, like, now it's, like, all about, like, who hooked up with who and the ramifications of that. Not that any of these people know what the word ramification mm. means, but, like... I feel like this is something I would have liked to see more of, and it in turn just gets overshadowed into, like, the climax, and then all of a sudden it's over kind of issue. Yeah, it's it's weird because this season was very self-aware about how, like, the cast members were talking about how they wanted to, like, bring awareness to all these different things, which is, like, I mean, I really, like, totally respect that, but also, like, a part of me is, like, does that need to be said? You know what I mean? Like, don't I know can't exactly they like? What you mean. Don't just like you know like show don't tell, 
like, I don't know. I feel, I don't know. It was just, a, it was weird. Like that's, that's the problem with the show right now. And with, I feel like a lot of, I feel like a lot of the younger generation is they don't understand how to show, not tell. Yeah. It's about your actions. Yeah. It's about your actions. And I think like for a lot of, a lot of younger people, and this is, I mean, this is, like, true of any generation, and mm. that's, like, a mark of growing up is, like, when you understand, like, the things that you say yeah. actually have no bearing on anything unless you actually follow through and do the things yeah. that you, you say you're going to do. Right. Um, but, like, that's something that we don't see from any of these people at all. Yeah. Like, I mean, Christopher, I feel like, is actually the one who did the most in terms of show, not tell, but he also didn't do it in any advanced sort of way. But he really did tell, too. I mean, the whole he leak really thing did tell. was like, I mean, that's, I, I saw, like, when we talked about the episode, I'm like, you're on the real world already. You don't need to, like, email your friend to tell Vevmo to, like, that there's a racist in the house. Like, she's going to look like a racist. She, like, Jenna's the one who, like, showed not tell the most. Like, she showed herself to be, like, a passive, ignorant racist. Yeah. Who just can't, like, when they follow up with her, like, on MTV.com's interview, she just said, I learned that sometimes you just have to keep your mouth shut. It's like, that's not, that's not a lesson. Like, you should, like, oh, God, it's so hard to see. And you know that Jenna's going to be on challenges. I hope not. And you know that she's, like, going to either always be going first or be kept around somehow. I don't oh even know. God. She's she's truly awful. And she, and then, like, after she got punched, the producer was like, like, did you learn anything from what CJ said? And she, and she was just like, yeah, like, I know that what my friend said was wrong, but I also know that I got hurt for something that I didn't say. Yeah. But it's like your your refusal to acknowledge that what your friend said was wrong is essentially your consent with that statement. And yeah. it's like when you don't understand that, like that's a lapse in your intelligence mm-hmm. and like your cognitive reasoning, not a lapse in anything else besides that. Well, your morality, yeah. But I hope people can take that from this season. <laughs> yeah, I hope that. I, uh, man, we've already spent way too much time on this. Well, it's the finale. Like It is the finale, should... and it was two episodes. The other thing I wanted to bring up was, and this is a little bit more fun, which will transition us into a more fun part of the episode, hopefully, of our episode of, of <laughs> Killing It Pod. <laughs> At Killing It Pod. And um, was that Dylan was re- saying essentially like, Oh, I like I didn't really mean to hook up with Jenna and Kayla and he's trying to hook up with Kayla. Oh god, he's yeah. He's so thirsty for Kayla. And Kayla's like, if you were trying to hook up with me first, I would have been down, but you didn't. <laughs> and now you're gross. Yeah. And I just thought She's that was so funny. real. I like Kayla. Not so much on social media sometimes, no, no. but I think I I would like to see her on a challenge. I'd be down with her on I a think challenge. She doesn't back down. Yeah, her um, new tattoo is I have to check. I'll have to check that out. It's a balloon, a hot air balloon. Oh great! <laughs> go big or go home. Go big or um, go home. Okay, so definitely the worst of the three twists that the real world has that real world has done so far. Essentially, not a twist. Essentially, not a twist. Their last challenge was doing the zip line. Oh yeah, and then they didn't actually have their so a staple of real world since the beginning has been like the last day, where like. You know, they one by one they leave and hug each other by, and the, they did not do that. They zip lined and then they video chat follow ups with everyone. Yeah, that was hell of weird, and they edited it to make it look like they had been video chatting them all at the same time, which was <laughs> obviously not true. Yeah, 
it's really weird. It was a weird ending to a very weird season. Essentially, as somebody who's like watched all of these in lieu of having a reunion. Yeah. Like they they're not gonna have a reunion. They didn't have a reunion for skeletons either. I I think which they hell of should have. They should have because that ended on a really crazy note. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say best of the three twists was explosion. It's, I agree with that. Then skeletons. Then go bigger go home. There's so they're only getting been three. worse. So they're getting is worse. What you're saying. Hopefully next season, which, like I said, is gonna be in Seattle. I mean, I would be down for them to do X's again. Or, or just no twist. At this point, no when you're I mean, reaching for a twist, it doesn't seem fun. I don't, John Murray has said like a few times, like there will there will always be a twist <laughs> from now on. I mean, unless he's changed his mind, which I don't know. he can. He's allowed to. He, he owns can do the whatever franchise. he wants to. He made it up. Um, yeah. So that was go big or go home. Um, who's we, your Who's your top draft for the for the, for challenge. the challenge? Kayla. All right. Um, Dylan. Kayla and Dylan. I like have, I'm like, I would love like for Dean to be on it because I think he probably would be like a fun like Leroy type who's well liked because he seemed like super nice guy. Oh yeah, he's super amiable. Yeah. But But um, veering on the side of boring. Yeah. I think, no, Leroy never veers on boring. No, no. Um, I would say, yeah, Dylan... Dylan, I want, I would love CJ for to be on. I think CJ is more athletic than we think she is. She was like, she was a track runner. Yeah. So, um, and I like, she, I think people like her, so. I, I just like want CJ to achieve greatness in her life. Yeah. I mean, if CJ decided to get off TV and just become the lawyer that she wanted to be, I'd also be, I'd also appreciate that. Yeah. CJ's the best. Um, but yeah, I'd be down for any of them to be on it, but I don't think Sabrina and Chris are challenge people. And no. I would not really like to see Jenna ever again in my life with no. her weird baby head face. And <laughs> you um, seriously called that like the first episode, yeah. and it's so true. I can't, I can't unsee her like weak jaw. Um, anyway, let's let's not talk about this ever again. <laughs> this all right. season of the Fuck all those people. <laughs> We're done. Um, I want to pivot back to the challenge real quick. Yeah. Because we stopped doing this because of the weird format change but how do you feel like you would have done in this week's challenge uh i probably would have i probably would have done well i know i don't have very good upper body strength oh. i have a terrible core <laughs> i have strong legs anything involving legs i can do i don't think you have a terrible core i think you're I, cutting I, yourself short there i know i have a terrible core <laughs> selling yourself short not cutting yourself I short i mean i think you would do well Thank you. I know I would do I've well. seen you pull yourself up. She's <laughs> I, good at people. She's good. I'm also not afraid of heights, and that's a huge part of it. Yeah. I think I don't think the heights would... I mean, I am afraid of heights, but I don't think that part would, like, deter me from succeeding. I mean, if I... I, I don't know. If I had, like... If my female partner in Rivals 3 was short... I mean, one, I would... Uh, I would actually maybe would have a female rival. I could think of three off the top of my head now. I was just saying, I was like, I would that never have a female. That are on the show now no, or no, in no, real no. life? In, in life. Wait. I'm, we're not getting into this on here. We might know people who are listening. Post-pod. <laughs> Post-pod talk. Ooh. Um, but yeah, I was like, any female rival I had, I don't think I'd be like a good partner for her in that. Unless okay, she well, was like stacked. Let's play the game where we like assume that you and I are always partners and everything. I think we would maybe get to the second one and fall. Okay, that's fair. I think we would do fair. Yeah. I don't think we would win. I always put us as middling in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that, like, on trivia or something, we would succeed. Oh. We would obviously be very good yeah. at trivia. You and I are no dummies. I know. Even though if our California drawl and our overuse uh, of I the would, word like I makes would, us sound I that would way. I like, um, 
my god. <laughs> I would <laughs> I would spell everything so wrong though. No, but I would like help you through it. I would okay. like send you the correct vibes that you need. I'm to glad do that we're we're eternal challenge partners in our dreams. I like it too. Um, should we do our new segment? Yeah, let's do ninety seconds of scream. Okay, tell me what I have to look forward to. Uh, so much. Basically, Emma's back. They call her girl interrupted, which I know you'll like. <laughs> um, I thought they call her home girl interrupted, or did I make that up? I think you made that up. Well, who's the, what's the jock's name again? Uh, Will, the Will? dead one, Not or the Jake? Dead one. Jake. Jake. Yeah, he's the around. alive jock. <laughs> yeah. He, well. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> Look, I, I told you it. this was gonna be a spoiler, a spoiler zone. Wow. Um, there is a death in this first episode. It's Jake. Yeah. So basically, oh. it's funny. He was my favorite one. Why? I don't know. I, he's cute. <gasps> okay, so. Staying true to Scream, which I have not watched Scream 2, but my boyfriend is a huge fan. It opens in a movie theater. Okay. So we're following that format loosely. Um, and it comes out that somebody, through through a multitude of layers, somebody is now torturing Audrey the same way that Emma had been tortured via text in the first season. Huh. So Unknown is texting Audrey saying, essentially... I know what you did last summer, which was the yeah. title of the first episode. But yeah. also it wasn't summer. It was during the school year. So somebody is texting Audrey saying, I know what you did. I have all of the receipts. And they have so, her burned letters. Exactly. And we're going to reach 90 seconds in a few seconds. So that's the setup. My, um, Audrey's, Audrey's now the new victim. My take is I hate Audrey. We're past our 90 seconds, but let's still talk about it for a couple more seconds. <laughs> I also don't like Audrey, and is it is it because of mistrust? Because it was thrown at us so clearly at the end of last season that she's not to be trusted? Mm, I didn't like her from day one. I just don't like her vibe. Fair. <laughs> Apparently she was on another show that I don't watch, but uh, it's called The Killing. No, I don't watch that either. Yeah, me neither. Um, but she was equally annoying, according to uh, my boyfriend's roommates. Well, I, I promise I'll watch the first episode. I'm excited. And the second one. And I promise we'll start doing these podcasts um, before, like, maybe put them up before the new episode comes out, because we've been bad these couple weeks. We've been bad, but we've also, we've, we've also been traveling, and it's been some holidays, and so there's been, like, some weird, like, scheduling issues, but we're yeah. working on it. You know what? We're really sorry. If you want to contact us to bully us into constantly improving ourselves, you can reach us on Twitter. I'm at Daniela Devera. I'm at Keith Natale. And also I wanted to shout out Vanessa, who replied to us on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Vanessa, um, for your comment. Thanks for the shout out. Thanks for the comment. We like to hear from you guys. Yeah. I hope you're listening to this episode. Yeah, we, we really do hope so. Uh, you can tweet us at Pod. If you don't feel like reaching out to me and Keith personally, which but. is totally fine because I only ever tweet about America <laughs> and I, my goth phase. Yeah. Oh, I'm in my goth phase right now. Yeah, Danielle is right now wearing all black. She looks like she's from the craft. Oh my God. That's a huge compliment. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, yeah. Well, I'm going to try and go home and watch the challenge. I will do the same. You can listen to back episodes uh, on SoundCloud, killin-it-podcast. Uh, we're on iTunes. If you're not subscribed, subscribe. You, you can be. also rate and review us. Yeah. 
and um, I can't wait to watch this next challenge. We won't have any more real world to talk about, so we'll have to... Thank the Lord. We'll uh, light a prayer candle. I'll keep you updated on anything I hear, any rumors I hear via Vevma on the next season. Yeah, Keith has his finger on the Vevma pulse. Uh, do watch Scream, because we will be talking about it every week. Yeah, and Are You the One comes out in a few weeks, I guess. So In in two weeks, and we have a very special surprise planned for the Are You the One premiere yeah, episode. Yeah. We so have some tuned. special guests. Maybe we'll have a special guest, another special guest soon, too. Uh, I guess that everyone will just have to hold their breath and see. Don't literally hold your breath until this next episode comes out. Or do. Oh, wow. Love Dark. Love you guys. Keith Scott's face. Bye. <laughs>